When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Suck it out, I say. Uh, Anyway, sorry, everybody. Uh, uh, Rolling around along. Just got to say that the uh, liquid death has done it again. And this time it's a natural one. Uh, Liquid death, as I refer to the Odyssey Sea Aquarium over there. It used to try to kill dolphins in the desert pretty regular until i don't know some media members started to say is it a great idea to put dolphins in the middle of the desert with an outdoor arena uh i didn't see a good side of that and of course they started to roast and die outside and it smelled like dirty hot dogs all the time no like, we can't have dolphins in the desert i don't know what we're thinking i'm like geez a c, no a c student from dobson high school was poking into these microphones a few years ago saying it's a bad idea to put dolphins in the middle of the dirt Anyway, uh, one of their octopus, octopi, an octopus died. Uh, they don't live very long, but it was uh, one, Taco was his name, and it's a legend, evidently. They're like two years old. And uh, I read the article. It's very sad. And I have only one question for the Odyssey. Uh, where are you serving them up? Because that stuff's delicious. Let's get some of those legs chopped up. Let's get those little circles, little light batter. Brady, you know how it works. Calamari, baby. If we're going to do this, we can't just toss Taco into the trash. If we've got the Odyssey Aquarium, and we're going to make a big stink out of every time one of their animals dies, send it over to uh, you know Sushi Roku, and let's make something out of it. It's the circle of life. Taco dies. You're going to make a news story out of it. I want to know where he's getting served up, and I will, with tears in my eyes, dip him in that ramelot or whatever that stuff yes. is and just <laughs> chow down on the legend that is Taco. Top dollar for animal research, too. You could sell Taco, the legendary dead octopus, for 10 times more to wealthy, uh, you know, patrons that go by and go, I'd like a little bit of the Taco octopus, and it's $100 an ounce, sir. Of course it is. He was a legend. And then you get the Ramelades, another 10 or $12, or whatever that sauce is, and you dip them in there and you eat that. And then Some kind all, of aioli. Yeah. Oh, God, that sounds so good. All the money from eating Taco, so to speak, goes back into <laughs> uh, 
Animal research. Getting for, another taco. Could, so you well, can well I don't want to buy again. another one. Oh. Right. Well, if we're going to start a, a long-term poor restaurant plan, but, you know, you have people come and look at the animals for years, get to know them. It would be like a slaughterhouse where the kids get to come pet the cows for a couple of years, and then later, you know, they name them, and they've got you got to eat that. You got to eat that. If, if truly you're about the science of how animal uh, animals work, and how you know this is how the way the animal, this is the way nature works, and we're teaching you about that. Part of the way nature works is when it dies, it gets eaten. And so, let's not be hypocrites and start burying them out there. That's not how it works. Jesus, Ted Nugent, Go am I wrong? Off. Am I wrong? <laughs> Let's share a gut pile and eat that Exactly. Thing. <laughs> if your argument is, oh, this is we're a conservatory and we raise money for uh, the rights and the animals and we learn about them and everything. Well, one thing you need to learn is that when they die in the ocean, they become food for something else. So uh, let's let's be the, the something else. Brett and I will gladly go over there. You, you Italian folk, at least on the water side, love that uh, octopus. That's the... Oh, yeah. The Mediterranean side or whatever. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know that about Italian food until I went to one of the wrong Italian restaurants where it was all seafood. They're all about the tentacles. I said, I'll have some calamari. I thought I knew what that was because, you know, I've been to Outback. They serve it. It comes and it shows up in little tiny potato the chip rings. circles and they've got the beer batter or whatever's on there. And then you dip it in the ranch or whatever that sauce. This thing shows up and it's just half of an octopus on a plate. No breading. Nothing. And a knife. And lemons. Here's your octopus pancake. There you go. You cut it, and black shoots out of his leg. And you're like, what is going on? I'm like, excuse me, Luigi. Excuse me. I don't think you finished this. Hey, what is the problem? I uh, kind of expected this to be breaded. and Oh, you think you had an Applebee's. That's adorable. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is coming out of the ocean. Eat. We dip it in olive oil. We rub it on our bodies, and we give it to you. And you, you put it in the black ink. Like, <laughs> Ugh, you dip it in its own? Isn't that like eating your own tummy puddles? It is exactly like that, sir. Enjoy your meal. <laughs> Manja. Oh, it was gross. But they, they chopped it in half, and a full leg of an octopus is sitting on a long plate. Your calamari. What is this? It's your calamari. I'm like, that's a, oh, it's a squid. It's a squid. Okay. It's not done yet. It still had the suckers on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Do me a favor. Give this to Captain Nemo. <laughs> yeah. What, what did I just, what am I, a Cambodian pirate? I just pull this out of the water and start eating? I could have done this. This isn't chef work. You cut a part off an animal and brought it to me, Jeffrey Dahmer. How about you cook it? It's a lightly, lightly boiled. Lightly boiled? That's not a thing. But I didn't know that about Italian food. So give it to the Italians. Brett will do it. You give taco over to the Italian's Odyssey <laughs> Life uh, Liquid Death Aquarium, and you hand it over, and then you, you have kids watch because if you're really interested in the education of people through these little facilities where you have animals, then you let the kids watch and go, this is how it works. Taco died in, in, in nature. The next thing that would happen is Italians would sell them for $100 an ounce and eat them at a table, and now you get to see that part. I do what you got to do. They just prolong Taco's life a little bit. Odds are he was in a net ready to go to market. Oh, yeah. yeah taco no, like, was Let's special. just put him in an aquarium. Yeah, yeah Taco didn't uh, – I kind of think Taco's probably one of the dumb ones. Well, oops, sorry. It's like he's, he got caught. <laughs> he's the dumb yeah, one. He's one of the dumb octopus. Like, What's this? And he gets in the net, and then we make him a hero here at the Liquid Death Sea Academy over on the 101. I didn't know they still had stuff going on over there. Oh, yeah, they got I a full the aquarium. aquarium. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But again, I'm, I said this to someone at Mandalay Bay. I got a free tour of their shark thing. And I remember when you stay there, there's a camera on one of the channels that just watches the aquarium all the time. And I watched a shark swimming lower than the other sharks. It's a big circle. They're just bored. And they go in this circle. It's a great big thing, but they, they got nowhere to go. And he goes by, and the camera catches him. And I'm like, there's that guy again. They were coming around like even. All, nobody was going faster or slower. This little pack of sharks would go to speed. Another group would come by, and it was like, wow, they, they never pass each other. It's just a constant It's like loop. you're on uh, Mill Avenue back in the day. Sort of, yeah. There's a guy walking around with cruising. Uh, yeah, he's got a cross and some the wheels. wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the one shark just nosedives <laughs> out of the pack into the rocks. <laughs> Hits hard, too. Amelia Earhart style, bottom of the ocean. <laughs> a crash and burn. <laughs> broke just off. lays there. And the rest of them are going by, and I'm like, I think that shark just died. And I watched it die. And then the other ones, not those sharks, but other animals or fish would come by and like take a gander at it. And then a couple started to peck at it, like hit it. It was done. <laughs> I'm watching this. Cha- I'm in Vegas. There's a lot more fun stuff to do in Vegas. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing. I was watching. And then all of a sudden the screen goes black. A couple of hard hitting triggers yeah. started feeding <laughs> Exactly. <on> it. <laughs> it comes back. Shark's gone. And I go, that's not how nature works. You're, you keep telling me this is how you're teaching me how nature works. I wanted to see that thing get devoured by the oh, other animals. Oh, it'd be gone in about a and like day. This, this is the opposite of how actually anything works. But you don't want patrons to see the gore and truth behind nature because that's like, not uh, how it is. Where's the, is it the Dutch zoo or over in, uh, maybe it was a Danish zoo, where they fed the lion a live animal? Yeah. Watch the kids. That's how it works. how nature works. Nature is not Brady walking around with a, a half a supermodel stuffing <laughs> pumpkins inside a hippo's mouth. That's not how anything works. That's not nature. It's captivity. So don't be hypocrites over there at the Liquid Death Odyssey Arena. You take taco and you serve them up to whatever would eat them next. Loads of Italians. It's a gigantic octopus. And I don't know if Italians go, like, this, uh, this one is a dead of old age. You'll eat it. We don't know how old the octopus that we're pulling out of the ocean are anyway. Yeah. So it could be on its last day when it shows up at the market. So that's Overall, what you do. The, uh, you know, most of the animals in captivity live longer because you're taking yeah. the predator yeah, out of the There's nothing mix. hunting it. Yep. Yeah. So and they get less stress from that, but more stress from the idea of like, where am I? What is this? So there, it probably balances out in the whole weirdness factor. But yeah, they don't get hunted. So, but what they should do. If in case, if they are, because I read the whole thing, is their entire, uh, you know, mission is to make sure that everyone understands how things work in the ocean. Circle well, of life. Show me how it works then. Watch it get eaten. And then tell the kids, this is what happens when you die in the ocean. Right here. Go watch my octopus teacher. Oh, what a great thing that is. You, you top, you'll cry your eyes out. Yep. You, you won't eat any of that Italian squid for quite a while. I don't know about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat that again. Then don't watch that. Yeah. No, you'll get, you'll get hungry watching. You know, this idiot just keeps befriending it. Eat it. Yeah, he starts making little shells out of him. Like he starts, and he starts loving on the diver. This guy just starts hugging him and stuff. And it's like, man, when he eats him, he's going to be so sad. Oh, I'd get the ballpoint pen out like Pesci and Goodfellas yeah. and just like, or, you know. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my octopus friend. Oh, oh, oh. You'll make me pop your eye out of your skull for Charlie and the octopus? Anyway, I just read the article and we're all supposed to be sad. I want to know what you did with the body. Again, back to the Italian thing. Where's the body? 
Odyssey Liquid Death Arena. You can go visit the Pacific Coast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Serving it. I bet you it is. It's down at that, uh, whatever that's. San uh, Diego. Yeah, the place in Guadalupe. Mariscos. Mariscos? Wait a minute, is this taco? See, si. $100 an ounce for taco. He's famous. Taco tacos. Serve them up. Yeah, Taco Tacos. You named him after food. Make him food. Hypocrites. I'm all for you guys charging everybody to tour around saying, this is what it's like in the ocean. We've created almost the exact same ecosystem. It's an amazing thing. How come you don't put the predators in together? We don't want to show you that. That would be horrifying to the kids. So this has nothing to do with the way nature works? We, we learned so much here. Like, nope, nope. When Taco dies, let him sink to the bottom. Uh, let a group of uh, five to eight-year-olds sit in their little chairs in front of that giant window and watch Taco just get shredded. People love those live feedings over there at the Bass Pro. That's real. If you want a real how nature works thing, go to Bass Pro Shop at 2.30. <laughs> they starve the, the piranha or whatever the hell they have in there, and then they fire and more fish in there, and it is a fast catfish. It, that's the that's the most vulgar death I've ever witnessed. It is. There's nothing on the mind of anything else in that room other than there's going to be a lot of killing. <laughs> the fish are thinking it. We're thinking it. Everybody's smiling. It is violent, and it's awesome. They'd never do that at a zoo, which I would root for. All they, right, it's 2.30. Uh, Let's let the gazelle loose. They do oh. some they let gazelles loose with the no, lions. No, no, not yes, that's but, what right. I want, Brady. I don't care. They do feedings of the lesser animals. Yeah, I want hunting. They keep talking about how zoos and stuff are like it's. A, they put them in their natural habitat. All right, then get a zebra in there. We're not going to do that. That would be horrifying. Well, then nothing about this is natural. Let them eat each other. That would cost us a fortune. Oh, so you're a business first. Mm, science education lies. Livestock breeding, make your own. <laughs> right, have a cow out there. Yeah. That's fine by me. Throw a cow in the mix. I, I'm all for animal rights, but if you're going to have zoos, let them have some animal rights. I'm actually thinking of the animals. I'm the only one thinking of the animals. If Christy wanted to have the most popular zoo in the world, she'd have gazelle feedings. Like the oh, Danish zoo. Amazing. Could you imagine? I'd shoot out to 303 pretty much every day at 2.30. But that giraffe was dead. Oh, oh yeah! When they threw the yeah, dead, the dead fresh, giraffe, out. I want fresh giraffe. I want the gates to like almost like the purge. Every day at two thirty for a little while, the fences open, <laughs> and they all get to mingle. It's a it's a singles night. It's, well, here's what I mean. Oh. If you uh, see sometimes on on the plane, there's there's ones that survived the attack, like a zebra's is yeah. walking around with its guts hanging out. Right. Still right. alive. Not right. walking around for very long. That's right. And if people really wanted to see what nature's like, got to get back that. there on Tuesday because maybe yeah. it'll get. Oh, tomorrow at 2.30, they're going to open the gates again and that half-eaten zebra's done. We could just start it slow. Just oh. like open the gates for like a like, I need I to know, open half Holmberg's, hour. Holmberg's Zoo would be the greatest thing ever.
Well, there's like a pony out there. What's that for? And guys got ponies. There's wild horses. Eventually, you see the animals waiting at the gate. <laughs> the big oh. ones. Looking at that zebra with his guts leaning. It's like that chewy head. Oh, the <laughs> peanut butter box is here. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the window. Ah, cry. Here he is, mate. I've got a bark box. This is good, mate. The door's open at 2.30. I can smell it in the air. Half dead zebra's mine. Dibs. Now that's a zoo. Come on, Charlie. How come you're not coming yeah. out today? I, I walked around that thing at the Mandalay Bay, and I'm like, hey, I watched one of your sharks die on the screen this morning. Like, now nah, you didn't. I'm like, I did, too. There's no question. It just it dirted. No, you didn't. The guy said, no, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. And I know you guys have them here. Where is it? Oh, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. And then they started talking about it. And then finally somebody fessed up and said, yes, some of the animals die. And I'm like, there's your attraction. Now you serve those up at the gift shop and the, like you give parts out and you like, remember that the one you saw on the, the, it's gone. We're serving them up for a fee. And then you take that money and you put it back in. Come on, Brett, a little giraffe ragu. <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't you eat some exotic Brady would as much as he'd be like, I like zoos, but the exotic dead zoo creature that didn't make it all the way. And you serve them up in one of the dipping dots. Cups, I'd try it. I'd try it. You'd eat it. Anyway. Dots. Odyssey C Liquid Death Academy of Death lost another one. And this one was natural. But it made me hungry. Because when prepared right, not much better than the delightful octopus slash squid calamari. Pretty similar. Octopus a little bit different. Not much, though. Especially the way those Italians do it, which is, I think the word I'm searching for is wrong. Because, boy, oh, boy. You don't like the seaside Italian, no, right? Not it's really. totally different. Yeah. Like they do the seven fish and all that kind of oh, stuff. Like, and everything to like Spain, any of the coastal foods. Oh, it's just... all black licorice based yeah. everything. It's gross. But uh, yeah, so so long, Taco. The only person in this city that really cared about you was me because I wanted you to actually have a natural life and death. They're probably going to embalm him and stick him in a case or something. He's dissected right now. For what? I don't know. Try to figure out. Well, dissect. Look. They dissect them every day maybe at the Morisco's. Maybe they did dice them up and feed them back to the aquarium. That would be great, but I want to know about that. You wouldn't even have to. I want to know about that. We're talking about all your education and tell me. Of course, like all the animals that pass away, even naturally, he's then fed to the other animals. Like people like, oh, that's terrible. That's what we do. It's nature. We don't really want nature. We just wanted looky-loo. Gates are opening at 2.30. If you're interested in that, it would be like a horse racing bell. Gates up. Lions are in. Oh, ma'am, you want the Pollyanna Zoo. That's yeah. in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that. That's in, that's in all the major cities. We've got ourselves the Las Cruces Zoo. <laughs> Look out. This thing's going to go. Tucson Zoo would be worth Predator going Bay. Oh, could you imagine? Dolphin Cove. There's a bunch of Asians on the coast. This is how it works in nature. Well, they're trapping. They're going to beat them with clubs. You guys can go out there and kick their ass, too. The gates are open. Good luck, though. They got clubs. Yeah, Dolphin Cove is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That's humans' true interaction. Well, that guy oh. getting a new job. What did you do? Well, I was clubbing yeah. for three years. I just wanted to change things <laughs> a up. Gap in your, a gap in your work history here. It says you were at a restaurant for a little while, and then you worked at a wet market. And then from 2005 to 2009, you were unemployed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not unemployed so much. I work at Dolphin Cove. Uh, boss unavailable, so I didn't put on resume. 
Why don't you do a Dolphin Cove? I clubbed Dolphin. Oh, right. Okay. Like What's this else. thing, Bat Boy? <laughs> what is that? For th- <laughs> I clean bats after killing. Can we contact your previous employer? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very highly paid. I wash all uniforms at the end of the day. Common in blood. So much Dolphin blood. Terrible. Anyway, Taco, I'll miss you. And I would be willing to pay top dollar over at Nobu to eat your eyeballs. Because at least I'm not a hypocrite about it, for crying out loud. Uh, are you guys at all following the, the Danny Masterson thing that started? The, the trial? The rape trial. Did that start finally? Yeah, the, okay. that 70s He's show guy. done. He may be done, but you know this whole trial, because I watched a little of uh, court TV for some reason yesterday. I found that. It's still a thing. And I was looking online. This is uh, the prosecutor's attempt to shut down Scientology through Danny Masterson. This is more about, we got him. The trial's going to be all about Scientology covering it up and to see if they can get these guys. Like, I, I don't know how many times Miss Cabbage was brought up and uh, how the girls involved, like, it was all about Scientology being the reason this thing got as bad as it did. Like, it facilitated well, the girls the weren't allowed to say anything. Yet, not only did it facilitate it, it they're, they're alluding to in opening statements that the Scientology was the reason this got buried. That the girls were victimized, that they're held hostage basically by the tenets of the religion. And the, and the opening statement for the guy was kind of to say, yeah, he's a bad dude. We know that. But this could have been a lot uh, faster and easier to fix had Scientology never been involved because the girls were involved, he was involved, and anything you said would have uh, a black eye for Scientology. And also, uh, they don't let their stuff out. So I was starting to think, man, this could take down – like if this – that's that's the goal, which means uh, Danny Masterson from that Wait, seventh are you, show. Are my, you against them? Totally for them? it. Totally for that thing disappearing. Me too. But and roll on into Mormonism. <laughs> you know, we'll get a bunch of Catholicism yeah, yeah, after yeah. that. If if hand in hand jobs out to your friends on friend of the family isn't enough to make you not <laughs> yeah. want to be a Mormon just because you're like, well, I'd rather do that than get you know the tag of being an unfriendly neighbor. I mean, Michael and Troy. Come to my house every day and go, we're Mormons now. I guess we have to be friendly neighbors, so how about a handy for a friend? I'm like, all right, guys, I'm not Mormon yet. <laughs> but that's what we do. And then we never tell anyone because that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Ah, damn it. Not going to be a Mormon. But yeah, there, it seems like the, the attack for this thing is all Scientology and that they're trying to take out that more than they're trying to get Danny Masterson jail time. It was interesting because uh, – it started off just like here's here's the details of the case, but I wonder if he case, can but... cooperate more with uh, providing information on that. But then that would be a separate trial. Well, I'm com- yeah, and I'm confused then too. Is are the prosecution claiming that no, the girls played a role? Yeah, oh yeah, they're saying that the girls like, when they came forward were told by Scientology keep this down. He's one of our bigger oh, names. Oh, I thought you meant he was using he's Scientology. Made, to no, 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 lure he's made oodles of money. For Scientology, like he's like his evidently gotcha. that seventy show money okay. was pretty damn good. Gotcha. So he was kind of an important celebrity figure, especially back when yeah, this it's started been on to happen. Nick at night for like fifteen years, right? And so it's exactly, and it's still on. Yeah, there's still reruns, and I don't know how much his deal was on that. But the guy made a lot of money, and he was a good name for them. And when the girl said, "Hey, he's kind of a bad guy," they pressured them, like Leah Remini's uh, thing said. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll put some true like you real scary be- heat on you. You don't want to be drugged through the mud. Right. On they this. pressured the girls to stay quiet about it. And this is this is their angle. This is the target they're going for. And I thought, well, that's interesting because that has nothing to do with the real rape. That's more of like 
the culture of Scientology. Sounds like FLDS all over again. Well, yes, it's yeah, it, yeah kind of is that. Yeah. It's the you know, it this, sounds it like all stays Hollywood in, house. in the history, also of keeping oh sure quiet. I mean, the whole the, the industry and there's loads in. and loads of things that have been like we keep it in house. Over over the years, anything that has uh, this is a money maker for us. We don't want right. this money maker to stop. The Harvey Weinstein's and all that stuff is like everybody knew, but everybody buried it because yeah, he was too important. Let's get Watkiss on this. Watkiss could do it. Yeah. Now, we should get Watkiss on that. That's a good idea. But yeah, it was kind of interesting, and I'm I'm now I'm into this trial since the Johnny Depp trial. I haven't had anything really trial like to go after. This one might be pretty good, and I didn't think I'd be interested in it. But if they're going to bring in that wacko religion with the thetans and the monitors and hand-holding whatever those stupid made-up devices are. That I'm, I'll get a letter, by the way, because every time I've talked about Scientology, I've gotten a handwritten letter from the little center on 44th Street saying, why don't you come in and, and get a reading? And I want to do it. In get fact, I still might. Oh, they want, they want to give me bad. a reading. I think What's a reading? Just, where you hold those hold the paddles. Uh, the paddles. Hold the Pepsi cans. And then somebody who's higher up than you reads you, asks you questions, and then they can tell how many bad thetans live inside you. And then they give you a, an up, a thing at the end said, you're pretty covered in bad uh, juju. And the only thing that can help is this, this, and this through Scientology. Like there's Scientology. It's for really weak-minded people that would go in there and say, the reason you're having so much trouble in your life or you're not wealthy or whatever is because you're covered in these uh, demons, basically, tiny little thetans. That were released from a volcano when L. Ron Hubbard and the rest of the gang crashed all their 747 spaceships into the volcano. That's real. They took their 747 spaceships. People believe this. Tom Cruise believes this. And they've crashed it into a volcano. And inside there, all the spirits that were inside those things came out as thetans. And they attached to you. And you have to clear yourself of them. And how do you do that, Brett? Well, through levels of payment. Until you get to the highest levels, you are... It's a pyramid scheme. It's a wild... It's a Ponzi scheme. It's wow. a wild Ponzi scheme. But they got you. And so they've, asked, they've, they've offered up a free reading. I guess they're all free, but you get a reading where you hold their, their stupid monitor. It's absolutely horrible questions. unless you're one of the first ones in on the Ponzi scheme. Right. <laughs> well, that's what... The, that ship has sailed. Yep. Yeah. I'll stick with Amway, thanks. Yeah. It's funny because I've bashed that wacko crackpot nutbag religion. Religion. I hasten to even call it that. Right. That tax exempt crooked mess for years, and uh, and every time they write me a letter saying, "Come on in," like you crazy. That's like the Yelp reviewer inviting the guy who hated the food back yeah. to the restaurant. I'm not going in there. I just think that they'll lock the doors behind you when you get in there. Just start hitting. We me. got one. <laughs> just start hitting me. What if I came back like brainwashed though? The and you're in guys. Did you see my eyes are glassed over? They made a lot of sense. Like I said, if they offered you $25, 30000000 I'd be a Scientologist. Yeah. Like immediately. I'd be one of the best. It might be the best. Tom Cruise would have nothing on how great Sign I Sign me up. Here's $30 million. Would you be a Scientologist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There isn't – I don't think there are many people that wouldn't switch out. Would you be a Scientologist for $30 million? No. You lie. Are you – No way. Are you crazy? That's yeah, the call st- me crazy. That's, what do you actually have to believe it? Be like a Catholic and pretend you believe in what you do and take the $30 million. Pick and choose the parts you like. That's nuts. $30 million to be a Scientologist, that's a cakewalk. What, do you have to go to a couple meetings? It's like a timeshare of religion. You show up to a couple meetings, you act like you like the people, you go home and go, they're bat crap crazy. 
Anyway, what are we going to do today? The yacht or uh, want to fly somewhere? Of course you would take that $30 million. Why wouldn't you? Uh, there's a lot of reasons. Because of the Jesus. Jesus yeah. would be mad. And other people that are buying into it because I'm part of it. But can't you justify that as God's plan? That you got offered uh, that money in the oh, first sure place. And then you can get inside. I'm sure people could justify it. I could justify it in a second. $30 million, you could turn me into any religion you want. I'd be a Mormon for $30 million. I'd be a good one. I'd be wearing the short sleeves. I'd be on the bike all the time. You guys don't realize how good. So and you think and I wouldn't Jesus, believe? Jesus jammies. You think I wouldn't believe that that religion isn't great? If like immediately, that, that $30 million, I'd be like, you know what? They're on to something. This is pretty amazing. <laughs> And I'd be happy in the church. I'd be looking around going, these people are wonderful. This is a wonderful way to be. Hot wife, not much kids. I wouldn't want that part. That would be tough. But for $30 million, what you're talking I'll get about a is, What you're talking about is Russell Wilson. He got $240 million from the Denver Broncos. <laughs> right. He sucks, but he goes out and he preaches the best <laughs> yeah. of the Broncos. He doesn't want to be a Bronco. He doesn't want to be a he's Bronco. Not he's there. tied to them. But he's good with it. But he talks about 16th Street Mall down in Denver and how much he loves yep. it. I'm like, you're just saying the things you're supposed to. Keep that money coming. Pearl Street is amazing. You could be bought, Brady Bogan. Yes, you could. You get free food for, like, golf balls. You'll make that. You'll, you'll drive. <laughs> I don't know. You that will drive 80 miles for a sub sandwich if it's free. If somebody said $30 million, you want to be a Scientologist? Yes. How far would, away was the hot please. dog place? Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, 35 <laughs> miles. That's a like that. hot dog in 35 miles. You're telling me for 30 million, you'd be like, that is just a bridge too far. A free hot dog for 35 mile trip. It wasn't free. It was free. No. The you hot dogs we teach you about a couple weeks ago. The one where the guy said, Jesus, they got the ice cream up there. And we were talking about traveling Brady. Oh, you were talking about the doghouse the other night. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was at Santan. That's by his house. Oh, okay. I'm talking about that place you went. I thought it was hot dogs, too. Like Northeast. You're talking about Rinaldi's Deli. Whatever I'm talking about. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) You were golfing in Goodyear, and and I met you for something. No, that was yeah, the day we, I met you golfing at the to, Raven. Yeah, at the Raven. I, had, I went uh, to Rinaldi's to Raven. I had a counseling at 11 out in uh, Wickenburg. I shot over at Rinaldi's <laughs> for a free sub sandwich. Here I am for the Raven. That was some road work that day. Uh, uh, when we were golfing the other day at Ocotillo, uh, Precision AC and new AC unit Superman, Eric Bryan, sitting in the cart with me. He goes, Jesus Christ, don't cross Brady on a free hot dog. And I'm like, what? And he goes, the guy hounded me. That I get a free lunch out of this thing until I just got a hot dog. And so I got one. We're good. The dude wanted that hot dog. I'm like, did you give it to him? And he goes, hell no. That thing sat in our cart all day. He's like, Brady was nuts about that. They got a free hot dog. $30 million you turned down. My ass. Rinaldi's offers you $30 million, says, you got to become a Scientologist and you now get free food. Different. Come on. Yeah. You get one of them Italian subs and a Scientology membership and $30 million. You're a Scientologist, man. John, you, t- you hit a button this morning. 
I just realized I would definitely give more than one hand job for thirty oh, million bucks. I'd be jerking off every Mormon in and out of that whatever the, the temple. Another one, John. You effing liar! You take that back. This religion is not that bad. They are not seven forty sevens, douche. They were ten DC. <laughs> oh, that's tens. right. They were DC tens. I'm sorry. He's right. I apologize. I got you right. They, Boeing hadn't invented that yet. I don't think. Well, they had 747s, but the DC-10 was a much better option at the time. Way to go, Kerry Lake. Spread news, <laughs> fake news. It's true. That's why uh, Katie won't debate me. <laughs> 30 million you would swap out, and Jesus would understand. I'll do it for you, Jesus, on the, uh, kind of like you, I'll do it quiet. You know. 30. You know the real me. Anyway, got to go to Scientology meeting. You'd do it. In a second, cut you a check for 30 million. This got back to that thing where eventually we found out your price for blowing a guy. Remember when he said, never, never. And we started hitting like the 25, 30 million. Your eyes started to change. 100 million. Well, that's different. So you've got a price. <laughs> Man, I, I 30 million wouldn't even have to go that high. Uh, and then Kevin says, you have to keep in a, there's 30 million you get to join Scientology. It would probably go back to Scientology. A little creative accounting, and I can keep that for myself. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not going to get duped to giving it back. You give me $30 million. I'll agree to tithe. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'd be a good one. I'd be one of them harassing ones. I'd go up to your apartment, start telling you you're a miserable person. The ones Leah Remini hates the most. You could, you could do that. It's a crazy, wacky religion. But people believe it for free. You give me $30 million and I would be fervent. You're right, though, on the part that... Uh, Born again. Are you crazy? I wouldn't do that because you see what this religion's doing to people like this uh, sexual assault that's right. happening. Take a look at your uh, yeah. like, camp right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Take it's a second to, for, uh, let's spin that mirror a around. thousand years. And uh, when you're sitting there going, Lamb of God, ha ha. Aren't those Scientologists nuts with all their child rape and their weird, uh, you know, cover-ups? Ha ha ha. Yep. that basket. I put a couple bucks in there. Even at 30 million, the one I probably have most reservations about is Catholicism. Like, eh. Scientology still has a chance to change. I think these guys are pretty much dyed in the wool. We like boys. Ha, ha, ha. What, what did he just sing? Bend over, young one. All say, Lord. Ha, ha. What am I eating here? Can I eat this wafer? 30 million? Give me a whole box of crackers. I'll take it. Thank God for moving me to another town. Right. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Lord, thank you for introducing me to Dublin and the fine people in it. I haven't found a young boy to love yet, but that should should be a matter of time. They parade him in and out of the door. But yeah, Danny Masterson and that Scientology thing, it's, uh, it's an interesting case. I didn't think he was that important, but evidently at the time, he had enough money going back into Scientology that he was an untouchable. And that's what these girls are claiming. Now, how true it is, I don't know, but the prosecution's basically saying, hey, this dude was just big enough in the mix that uh, you couldn't accuse him of anything. So he was kind of above the law through Scientology. This guy is breaking it down. I don't know, John, $30 million to be a Scientology bitch? I don't think so. They make you sign an NDA, you know, and then they can sue you for $90 million if you break it. Okay, Charlie Sheen makes you sign an NDA for 30000 right. and then gives the and HIV, yeah. and people did yeah. it. So mm, there's plenty of I'll take about Scientology. Give you don't have pen. Scientology money, though. Hand over the pen. I'm right, but you know how dumb people, yeah. NDAs that people have signed and not talk about I'll stuff do it. for $50,000? $30 million, an NDA to do what? Not, 
I'm I'm going to be the best Scientologist ever. You think I'm going to disparage the people that gave me $30 million? I'm in. John, you've supported mushheads for years. People just want to be told what to do and what right. to think, and they'll pay big money to some person who claims that they can talk to God, yep. which is used with any other word for a space ghost would make you sound insane. Right. No, there's there's plenty of people that have the space ghost dove into things that are not helping them financially, and yeah. they keep putting money in it because that thing keeps promising them more. So the your more grandma you give. that was uh, no. money. No, no, my grandma was no. They didn't church up. My gra- my grandma in Pennsylvania supported the Mount Nebo Church. There's 1,500 people in the city, so right. it, all their money went to the thing across the street because it was the nicest place in town, and it was the only place you'd want to visit, the, f- the cemetery. Mount Jewett, Pennsylvania is a dump outside of that beautiful cemetery, which, like when you spend a weekend or two there, you realize how much better it is in the ground than it is on top of it. In northern Pennsylvania. It's beautiful, but the, it's Below the frost dirty. line there is gorgeous. Oh, it takes some digging. Don't die in the winter. they got to hang on to you until March. Because otherwise you're getting buried, you know. You're not up to code. Let's just say you're less than 18 inches below. Damn it, John. I guess I'll send back this t-shirt. I break for Thetans. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great shirt. <laughs> I would be, I'd be all over those. Yeah. I'd have the little DC-10 shirt and the volcano and two <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Elron would be all over my house. $30 million. You think I wouldn't do that? That's insane. Insane. If you even came to me and said, they offered me $30 million to be a Scientologist. Well, congratulations on yeah, Scientology. Yeah, been good I turned them down. And then all that would happen is just this constant beating of <laughs> your face. What is you wrong with a- you? Some of that might trickle down to me. Is the offer still up? I'll take 15. I'll lowball them. That would happen, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's a crack. It's a crackpot nut job religion. They're not paying me. Why would I talk good about them? But you driving all the way to Rinaldi's Grill from Tucson just for a free sub, and you're telling me thirty million from a in Scottsdale whack job. Yeah, but you weren't in Scottsdale. You were somewhere else, and then you drove to Scottsdale, and then you met me at the Raven in South Mountain just for a free sandwich. This was triangulation. This was poured. This was Toledo type driving. This was a bad that was route. A Toledo day. <laughs> that was a Toledo day. Yeah, for a free sub, I would have been like, "I'm gonna, I'll come back later and pay for this." So this seems like an awful lot of running around for a sandwich. Scientology says, "Hey Brady, before golf, thirty million in your bank account today if you just join up." All right, I'll be there in a minute. And a free sub. Oh my god, Brady, Brady, yeah, Brady! Well, when Brady dropped his clubs. What? Where'd he go? Satan's got me. Yeah. But they'll email me, or usually it's a handwritten note, which I do appreciate. Somebody has to take the time to write it, but I'll get a note from them. The Danny Masterson case is something we're very concerned about, and of course you're at Scientology. You would know more if you came in and visited our center on 44th Street. Oh, here we go. The handwritten note people at Scientology are like the T-shirt kids in China. They're just forced to do that that all day long. The handwritten note guy was pretty persistent at first. (laughs) I get like one a week. And then it stopped. Uh, and then I mentioned it. Uh, no, I think they just kind of realized that it's not working. <laughs> and then I get one like once every six months. If I bring it, like today, I'll probably get one because when I bring it up, they get, they get a little bit pushier. And I'll tell them my price. If you'd like me to sign on with your team, like, you know, the way Juan Soto said to the Nationals, you offer me a contract, <laughs> I'll do it. Otherwise, I'm going to go to somewhere else that's willing to pay. 
And if no one's willing to pay, I'll continue to bash you as bad business people. You need to pay me. I'm not one of those religious people that thinks I need to pay you. That's silly. You need to pay me. That's what loyalty is. It's perfect. You give me the dough. Best expression of yeah. loyalty. I'm not going over to LGE and doing free work just because I like the people in there. They pay me here. I'm not going to go over to KTR and do a couple of shows just for their fun because I really love radio so much. No, 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 no. My loyalty lives where the paycheck is, and that should be with religion too. <laughs> pay me. And pay me in something more than love. I can get that down on Tempura. <laughs> Eternal sunshine. Stop it. I don't even want an eternity. That sounds like it would get boring. Mix it up a little bit. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, Night of the Singing Dead is going well. The tickets are going. We were almost done with them, by the way. I can't believe this. Like, people from last year all bought their tickets back. So if you're looking to get tickets to go see Night of the Singing Dead, our Halloween show on October 29th, uh, better act fast. I never thought I'd say that. Talk to the guys over there at uh, Copper Blues. And they're like, yeah, this is, uh, this is good. We're in good. We're in very good shape. I'm like, I, I feel bad saying that I didn't expect that. I always keep my fingers crossed. Is anybody going to show up, let alone? But if you want to get these things, they're good. We're going to give them away in a little while. Uh, we played a little Audio Slave before. They're going to be part of it. Uh, this year, Van Halen's not, um, but we did Van Halen last time. Some of the surprise fun ones. And you said, the what's the Katero one? Turn up the radio. Uh, yeah. Somebody's dead in autograph? Autograph, yeah. Yeah, the their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the whole autograph band is dead as far as you know. Fair point. But, All those uh, stripers back. Katero knew. I thought, what was the one we had last year? I can't remember what it was, but Katero said, two guys have actually died. Oh, Cinderella. Two guys have actually died. And said, oh, they're touring a piano player. And I'm like, nobody knows what even that means. <laughs> well, he was in it for years. He was an influential member of their live performance. Mm. And it, so he made uh, Ryan, who does this great video presentation while we're playing, all the TVs show the dead member of the band we're currently performing. Right. And Cinderella was, I forget what the guitar player, I forget who died. I don't know anybody in Cinderella. No. I know Tom Kiefer and that. Tom Kiefer and then singer, yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. But the one dude that died was there. And then in the back, some like touring piano player that Brian had to dig around on the internet and try to find Well, this. here, so now you know. Uh, Autograph's founding member and bassist, Randy, Randy Rand has died. I told you. That was in April, so. Yeah. yeah well, we're going to have to turn up a radio. Randy Rand. When I, I thought, I honestly thought John Gordon was going to pin me down and bukkake me when I told him that we were doing Bon Jovi. His eyes were Oh, oh uh, yeah, because Alex Van such passed. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's who it is. I don't know. One of them's dead. Are you going to do any uh, Boston for Toledo? Okay. Uh, no, yes. we've talked about doing no Boston Brad in the Del. past. There's, <laughs> an, no Brad there's an awful lot of uh, keyboard and, yeah. uh, and background stuff that we just don't want to mess with. But Boston's on there. One of these... Years will get a Any little. Petty? Uh, we did Petty a couple years ago, okay. not doing it this year. All right. Yeah, we're focused on some. We got some good stuff today. Today's a good rehearsal we got. Got a rush. Did Rush last year. Okay. Not mixing Rush in again this year. Rush was fun. I actually don't like Rush Which that much. What did you guys do? Uh, what did we do? I don't know. Tom Sawyer? Nope. I don't remember. I remember it being very fun to do, and I didn't. I don't like Rush. And I was like, this Limelight, is- maybe? Limelight. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was Limelight. I don't remember. I don't know. What's how, How's Limelight go? Living in the Living Limelight. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was there for that one. Nope, you weren't. You didn't go last Which year. Which one was the, uh, that wasn't the Night of Living Dead. It was another one, maybe. Night of, we've that only one. done that once. Yeah. So that was last year only. 
Backed by popular demand. Yeah, yeah, it was a rush. Rush was fun though. But yeah, we got a whole. It's all. It's an all. It's brand new except for uh, a couple that are like just solid, great live songs. When was I the Bumblebee? You were the Bumblebee years three years ago. Three that years was ago. our first one out there. At uh, yeah, that was when we did Blind Melon. We dressed Brady up as the bee because he looked just like that little girl. <laughs> we have to imagine that she grew into you. Like this is what very possible the Bumblebee video for Blind Melon. When you looked at her as a little kid and went, Matt, she's got a Brady future. Like, her future is of Brady. And she's going to grow into you. So why not put you in a Brett Kiesel jersey in the Steelers throwback Bumblebees? And there he was, dancing away. I was giggling the entire time. Because not only did I see Brady on stage dancing, I saw the girl. Like, she took over his body. <laughs> it was a spectacular performance. Couldn't stop giggling. You looking at her? Yeah. How's she look? Did she grow into a Brady? Well, she was definitely a Brady. Oh, she was originally. as a kid. Well, there she is as Brady as a child. That's her now? Yeah. Really? That's what it says. She almost looks like Lily from at Yeah, she does. She's fighting the Brady. Is what yeah, she's no, Lily <laughs> she's, it's, it's a day-to-day. It's a day-to-day struggle <laughs> It's right for around the corner. Oh, yeah. She's going to have. She's gonna stumble and get like, oh, there she is. There, that's there she is. Wow. Yeah. I won't even uh, insult Brady to say that they look like Brady. <laughs> Those ladies look like uh, the balloon fiesta in Albuquerque. <laughs> Light them up at night. Yeah, those girls do a luminary and then they fly or they try to fly. It's impossible to get them off the ground. Bumblebee girl didn't explode. No, not as, not as much as you thought she would. I thought she was going to for sure. But we did that in Brady dance. So it's fun. So if you want to go to that, you can go to uh, copperblueslive.com. They have an events page. You just scroll down, hit it. Uh, the GA is great. Uh, they actually have on there that the VIP table is because of a meet and greet. That is not what that's about. The meet and greet has nothing. You can meet me anywhere you want. That has nothing to do with it. Yes, we'll all drink together and have a good time. The The VIP table gets you all sorts of free stuff. You get uh, beer and food and like tickets to comedy shows and more tickets to concerts. And there's uh, pint glasses and ching chavez. It's, it's, you get a lot of things for it. And then they add in there, and meet and greet for the... It is not. That is not the selling point. It upsets me that that's included. Wintermeyer, who's uh, in charge of it down here, goes, yeah, pretty expensive to meet John Holmberg. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. Get it off of there. No, no, no. It's a sell. I mean, it is not a sell. It is a ripoff. Four ninety five. I know. four ninety five for a VIP wow, table. You get you, Oh, you're right. <laughs> and you get a great package and a whole bunch of stuff. And then they try to make it seem like it's because you get to hang out with me. I got to hang out with everybody. Uh, there's no there's no gap between the stage and the people. We, we drink Four like pints fish. of Ching Chavez. You get loads of you good. get drinks and tickets and comedy show tickets and T-shirts and they're glasses. not selling it the right way. They are not selling yeah. it the right way. And here's the thing: I say this all the time. Last year, I I think I had a beer with everybody in the crowd. I was blotto, trashed because we got I we hung out with everybody in the crowd afterwards. And one guy came up, Doug Hopkins, in fact. I bought this VIP table. I get a meet and greet with you, right? And I'm like, we're going to hang out at the apartment afterwards. This is great. <laughs> so, anyway, it's going to be fun. It's a great Halloween party. Come in costume. Brett's bringing costumes. You're going to do this. Oh, yeah. that you're doing your deal and, and make, it a, make it a show. Yeah, like Let's, seven or eight people coming with us. Awesome. So. Yeah, make it a party. And, and you want to meet and greet? Man, that's you a lot of pay. cake. You it's pay. a lot of cake. Yeah, you're like Scientology. In order for me to be at your table, I got to get some cash out of it, or I'm not coming. Over. And if you're a Scientologist, you can come. All are welcome.
I can't wait. It's going to be fun, though. So uh, we'll get that together. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brad? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather is amazing. Oh. This Next week's going to be in the 70s, so it's time to hit the trails. Get that mountain bike tuned up, or if you just you got some Walmart bike, no problem. Just head on down to Action Ride Shop. They're going to get you dialed in with what you need for all of your uh, riding pleasures, accessories, whatnot. Check them out, actionrideshop.com, or just go on and visit Josh and the boys over there at Gilbert Road in Southern. On the list, uh, System of a Down, Jane's Addiction, Chevelle, uh, Stone Sour, BLS, Chimera, Deftones, ACDC, Soil, Drowning Pool, Maiden, and uh, somebody requested Foo Fighters Band on the Run, their cover of that. Did they do that? Yeah. I just, I've, I listened to the YouTube. Is it good? Oh, I think, do I still Probably just here? dead center cover of it, right? Oh, they here's, here's, did here's they mess with it? it? So they just. Yeah, and once it picks up, it goes in. Huh. I don't think I've heard this. When did this come out? I I don't know if it was on the Greatest Hits album or what, but that's what the album cover shows. That's cool. kind of like that. I like that a lot, actually. You want to play that one? We can. Why not? Band on the run. All right, there you go. It'll be uh, the Foo Fighters cover of Wings. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.